Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Okay, and we are on. Well, welcome everybody to one more week of the Family School of Thought. Um, how's everybody doing today? Great. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Cass? Oh, it was beautiful today. Um, beautiful. If I could turn my camera, you'd see blue skies, but uh, uh, it, everything is kind of holding each other up right now. So if I move one thing, everything's going to fall. So. Cool. Yay! <laughs> Great. Jess, how's everything where you're at? Great, as always. How's time changing everybody's direction? <sighs> They just passed, or well, they passed it through the Senate that um, they're not going to change the times anymore for daylight savings time, if that's what you're talking about. That's good. Oh, I wish oh, it was. It's got to go wonder, through, it's got to go through the House and signed by the president, but. I wonder which, yeah. if they're going to leave it on this time or. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's an interesting thing. I hope yeah. they do because I want to stay I bet you would be later. central time. I bet you it would be central time, though, because that's, I don't, well. I no, don't the time no. zones are, well, no, the time zones are still, time zone, yeah, 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 time zones are still, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm just saying, we're going to leave this time or Yes. Anyway. I think we are, because the bill, I know. Because I think that this is the original, this is the the original time, right? Is that, I don't know. I don't know, I don't but know. I'm pretty sure this is the time that they want it to be because it's yeah. called, the, like, the bill is called, like, the sunshine bill or something like that. So it's supposed to have more sunshine, which is right. what right. we have during this time right. period. Anyways, yeah. uh, gee, the time, or the day was uh, pretty warm for you, I know, because the kids were all off playing. It must have been a good day. It was cold, but was it? Um, they enjoyed it. Right. I, it was supposed to be warmer than what? It was. I thought it was supposed to be like 48, but it never got that warm. It was cold. It was a damp cold. Really damp. Okay. Especially because it rained. Okay. Okay, Jess, tell us a fun fact. So, I have a few, but I'm saving, I'm trying to save some. But I'm going to go with, um, so Mental Floss, Amazing Facts, Daily Calendar. Um, did you guys know Ruth Bader Ginsburg's iconic descent collar or, or collar necklace came from Banana Republic and she received it in a gift bag in the 2012 Glamour Woman of the Year Award? Hmm. No, I didn't know that. Pretty, and I was kind of shocked that she got it in 2012. It seems like it's I nice can remember it forever. forever. Yeah, so, but I guess 2012 was also. It was 10 years ago, so, but, uh, yeah, it, it seems like she's always worn it, worn so it's it, kind yeah. of weird. I feel like I heard the story of why she wore it, but I don't remember, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, interesting. she's a feminist, and she got it at the Woman of the Year Award, yeah, probably. And it became her statement piece. Is what she that must have been I was watching. Uh, or not most, most, I guess. But. What? Yeah, your mother has been watching Helen Reddy all day. That must have been a sign because I knew Jesse was going to present. We're going to hear some woman power today. 
Woman power. That's right. Chaos? Jordan? How about a song for the week? Well, now that we're talking about women power, awkward. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is our song this week. Um, it is. It was very popular back in 2008. I have the, the oh, record. Okay. So, Duffy. Duffy. Um, the song is Mercy by Duffy. I but, don't know who that is, and I don't know the song. So, back in 2008, she released an album called Rock Fairy. Um, and it had the single, which is Mercy, on it. Um, it actually won her a Grammy for Best Pop, pop yeah. Vocals. Um, and it made her the first Welsh... Welsh woman in the UK to hit number one since 1983. Um, but unfortunately, uh, in 2010, she released her second album, and shortly thereafter, she, re- um, she released a statement saying that she was going to take a hiatus from music, um, and she was gone for almost 10 years. Uh, she didn't come back until 2020, um, and she was rarely heard from. Um, she did, like, a couple m- movie appearances, but other than that, like, she wasn't she wasn't in the public eye at all. Um, and in February of 2020, she came forward and said that in the year, of, like, I think 2010, 2011, she had been drugged and kidnapped for four weeks and held captive for four weeks, um, where she mm-hmm. was flown to a different country and sexually assaulted multiple times. Um, and so for these four weeks, she had no like contact with anyone she couldn't get out of this hotel room um and she had to stay with her kidnapper for these four weeks um and so she spent like the subsequent years uh going through therapy she said she spent a lot of time by herself um and she's still really not back to where she was like she doesn't know if she's gonna release music again um, and who was her kidnapper? I mean, she never told. She it? never said who it was. So there's no. We don't know if she, like he, whoever it was, was like arrested for this crime or anything. Um, so that it's really sad. But so this song, it has lyrics such as "I'm begging you for mercy. Why don't you release me?" Which now turns the song very creepy when you know what happened to her after this. What is right? Because the song was written prior to this happening. Yes, yeah, it was written in, like, 2007, 2008. Wow. So, yeah, that's your creepy song for the week. And unfortunately, it's not very feminist. (laughs) Mm. No, not so much. But I remember hearing that in the news, and I I know who Duffy is. I wish you could hear the song. I know you've heard it before. It was everywhere. Yeah. Dad, you would have loved her. She had a very, like... uh, Jazz, yeah. raspy voice. They'll be looking her out. Yeah, you gotta listen to the song. I wish you would have yeah, heard I it. Yeah, definitely will look into her. You know, 
I was just thinking, I don't know why this just popped in my head, but you remember Willa Ford? I think, is it Willa Ford? Um, she had, maybe it's not Willa Ford. I think Willa Ford is an actress on the OC, but there was Willa something, and she had a single in like 2001 called I Want to Be Bad. Do you remember this, Cassie? Do you remember that song? Um, it's not ringing any bells, but may- I probably heard it. Oh, but it's like, it, I don't know what it w- ended up at, but she like skyrocketed. It was super popular. So that was when, you know, like I was middle school, high school, and it was it was a very popular song. But then September 11th happened, and it was like she released her her second song off the album, I think on September 11th or September 12th of 2001, mm-hmm. and it just bombed. And so she became a one-hit wonder because of she blames it on September 11th, but hmm. um, but you know coincidentally just where she released her uh, her new song and where our nation was at the time. Right. I don't know why that just popped in my head. Hmm. There's my fun fact. I know. <laughs> there was something you else. Remember the artist. But... Girls are just downers today. Sorry. <laughs> okay, speaking of downers, <laughs> um, my topic this week is uh, we're coming up on the 25th anniversary of an event, and I remember like it was just yesterday. Um, I remember I woke up. Do you ever have one of those dreams where you're dreaming, but you think it's so real, and you wake up and you're like, you can't mm-hmm. decide if that was a dream or if it really happened, and then maybe you fall asleep and you're like back into it again. And like literally in a dream, I could go, Oh, wait a minute. I'm really, that was a dream. This isn't really, ha- this happened to me at this. So um, I woke up to, th- I was having a dream that there was a, um, a group of uh, people that all committed suicide. And in this big, huge mansion, and they all, were covered in purple shrouds and they had brand new Nike tennis shoes on and track suits and they had $5 worth of quarters and everybody had $5 worth of quarters in their pockets and they had all had short haircuts and the men and women, they couldn't tell if they were male or female. And um, so I'm, you dream this. Are dream- you serious? No, I, so I thought I was dreaming. It, oh, right? <laughs> It's like, there's no way you dream this. (laughs) And so I was listening to this as I'm dreaming. So it was kind of one of those things like I woke up and like, oh my God, that was a crazy dream. You know what? (laughs) And then I fell back to sleep and it started over again. And and in my dream, I'm like, wait a minute, that's not real. That was a dream. You know, oh yeah, I'm dreaming. You know, I go back. And so then I figured out that I'm really listening to a broadcast on the television. And it was the uh, Heaven's Gate. You guys know yes. what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> so it was like 25 years ago. It was on March 26, 1997. Uh, the world woke to the news of a gruesome um, mass suicide. 39 cult members were found dead in an elite community of Rancho Santa Fe, California. So they had rented this huge mansion yeah. in a really neat place. Um, the group of religious slash UFO researchers had been given instructions by their leader, Mo, um, mm-hmm. which was Marshall Applewhite was his name. Um, Applewhite had convinced his followers that a UFO was following the Hale-Bopp comet, 
I'm sure you guys have heard of that. Yeah. Well, they believe that there was a, actually, not just them, but a lot of the UFO followers were, they right. thought there was a UFO following this uh, comet mm -hmm. um, that orbits the Earth and, you know, every 2,000 years. So it'd be another 2,000 years before it got back. Um, um, this would be their opportunity to exit their human vessels yeah, and leave the corrupt world of Earth and pick up and be picked up by this UFO and taken into this uh, peaceful salvation eternally. Okay. All 39 members had been had committed suicide by ingesting a laced pudding. Um, uh, they were found with, like I said, purple shrouds covering their bodies. Um, um, they wore Nike tennis shoes and they could tell that the Nike tennis shoes had never been worn. Like they put them on as they, for this event and um, track suits, uh, short haircuts, $5 worth of quarters in their pockets. And many of the male members had been castrated. It was really yeah. this cult believed, this mole really believed in um, asexuality, you know, like they mm -hmm. all, be one, they were trying to all be one sex. And um, there was lots of videotapes they found of these people like making very up, beat videos they were very extremely happy but they all had like the same haircut the same kind of glasses you know they same clothes and you know they all looked very the same you know this would have been a perfect um, episode to talk to each other and all wear the same yeah sure. we should I, have I, like I, talked I this one through like, you should have just said like hey this episode where this or that that would have been funny yeah. But this, the cult had actually started like 22 years prior as a grassroots religion slash UFO group um, by Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. Um, they recruited by t telling people that they were from outer space and they come here in human bodies to preach their you know, philosophies. Um, their mission was to overcome human desires like sex, money, and drugs. Um, Marshall had left his 16 year marriage um, and two kids. And he was also a uh, professor, a music director at a university. Um, but he left because he had been, uh, there was a scandal where he was involved with another male student at this university. That's what, why he ended up leaving. Um, a lot of the theories were obviously he was homosexual but yet he was preaching the word of God. So that was why he wanted asexual people to, you know, there was nothing between the two. Uh, really important was they couldn't have any kind of contact with each other, sexual contact. Um, Bonnie also left her husband and family to join with Marshall and begin their crusade to the whole country. You know, um, starting out, they stayed in campgrounds and they sold they gathered their members and they were selling their blood to make a living and stuff. At one point, um, uh, Marshall got arrested for stealing, I think, like 50 bucks and spent six months in jail. Um, but, uh, and they um, went through several different names, but they ended up, uh, Marshall went by Doe and uh, Bonnie went by T. And it was like the musical scale, Doe, Ray, me, you know, awesome. Yeah. That's why they come up with that name. Um, Doe uh, saw sexuality as bad, promoting ex asexual behavior. He kept strict um, control over the group. They followed like really strict rules. They had to measure their food they ate, 
Uh, they had to like document when they were taking a bath and time-wise, if they needed a washcloth, they had to like check it out on a piece of paper, you know, like on a chart. Um, um, all their moves were documented. Everything they did got documented. Even um, and of course, um, they had uh, there was no contact outside the group because everybody outside this group was evil and out to get them. Typical cult behavior. Um, yet everybody was always happy. They made lots of videos, lots of um, um, you know uh, stuff to promote. It wasn't really necessarily promoting their group. It was really trying to show people how happy they were, you know. So they always had happy messages to send to people. At one point, um, one of the mothers to her son, who was like in his 30s, he wasn't a kid, but he was in this group, and she started this newsletter trying to warn everybody that this group was, you know, something was wrong here. And so Doe decided that he was going to... Um, to get her to stop this, they all had to call their families like periodically. I don't know if it was once a month or anything, but everything they said was just fantastic. They're living the you know their lives, you know, every, everybody's happy, everything's great, and um, they had a mission that they're all working on, and so all very positive messages. Um, um, he even um, before they committed suicide, he had each of them. Um, do a video for their message, like a goodbye message to their families. And they were all just so thrilled to be doing this, you know, project where they were going to go to a better place and they couldn't be any more happier, you know. And Dole himself left a um, exit message videotaped for the world to see when they were done, you know. They kind of came about too at the right time because the internet was just becoming a big thing, you know. So they could really use the internet to promote their group. They actually ended up making like, they started web pages and stuff. And in the end, they were making like $400,000 a year on the internet. And this was back in, like, this was in 97 when this happened, you know, so the internet was really new. And um, uh, so they really were using that to promote themselves. Um, many of the people there gave up their trust funds. A lot of those people that were involved in the group you know, weren't like poor cast asides. They were, you know, well, you know, well-educated people come from families with a lot of money. So um, it's just really weird how they ended up together. Um, Don't move to California because there's a lot of folks. Right. Bonnie. Well, I hate died. to say that like most of the people from Heaven's Gate are from Portland and Oregon. <laughs> right. Well, this Bonnie or T, she died of brain cancer and it really shifted their uh those focus on this their their goal because their goal was we're waiting for the day for them to come get us you know what i mean so after she died he was like you know we're not gonna wait any longer we're gonna go we're gonna find the opportunity to go so when this hail vomit thing come along and people started saying there's a ufo he's like this is our this is our time this is what we're gonna you know we're going to commit suicide at the right moment when this comment goes over and the UFO is going to pick us up and take us to, you know, Nirvana. And so that's really great. So um, that was 25 years ago. And yet people are, and that was very well publicized, very well, like, you know, everybody was like, how could people be so dumb, you know? 
and um, yeah, people still join cults every day. <laughs> I think it's yeah, it's very interesting, you know, that people would. Um, I've always thought like, how could people fall for that, you know? But they're so into it; they just don't put themselves into it one hundred percent, and just completely look the opposite way of anything that you know denies the truth there. But so it's crazy, crazy. Yeah. It's just like the one that's being investigated now out in California. All these people, stars are. Oh. Church of Scientology is a lot like that. Yeah. But that's been around for forever. But there's also say, there's one that just say, recently happened. Like there, it's called the Love One Cult, which it 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 was almost completely similar to how Heaven's Gate, um, like acted and they they filmed themselves. They did like videos on the internet. Um, did it didn't end up in mass suicide. The leader ended up dying, but in like a really strange circumstance. But it reminded me a lot of Heaven's Gate when this like story first broke. Yeah, and even today, it's like some of the members that you know had weren't there at the time. Actually, one of the members didn't commit suicide, and he was the one that called the police and said, "Hey, you know, you need to go up to this mansion." And the the police didn't even take it seriously. They're like, yeah, this is in, you know, Rancho, California. There's no way this is going to go on there. And they went to the house, you know, not even thinking they were going to find anything like that, but they did. Um, but, um, you know, I, I suppose it's, a, you know, when you look at Scientology, at least Scientology has some really good examples. They may not be right. You know, truthfully, but you know, when you look at John Travolta and uh, Christy Alley and all these big famous people that are part of this group, there's a there's a draw to you. You know, if you, I of course I wouldn't do it, but if I could see where people are drawn to that for that reason. Yeah, you know, I guess they, I could see where they're drawn to it, but they're very strongly because you think that those people would have more common sense. I, well, that's all but, cult. I think how can people not? I, mean, how could they I think a lot of I think a lot of times though too, I mean with Heaven's Gate it started in the seventies, drugs were a little bit involved, but I think a lot of it are people that are lost are young kids, look right. like uh, Charles Manson. He you know people would just find their family, quote unquote, of you know like people that they felt like they could be themselves around like my that were you know people that were accepting but really is just you know a so, lot of them were runaways from family from abusive right, families right. or stuff like that well that's what kind of set this heaven's gate apart from apart them, they weren't right. runaways they weren't they weren't from well and there weren't drugs i mean most of the time these cult the drugs are what keep you there yeah um, right, right keep you in that altered reality well they weren't on drugs at all they were very anti-drugs they were very you know so it's strange well, well this one with the i mean i feel like anybody especially back in the 70s it, it, i mean even until the recent years but there's people that you know like if you're a ufo fanatic you're a ufo fanatic there's no in-betweens about that um so, I mean, that's probably a draw, too. But it, to me, it seems kind of, um, it, it's uh, a little unique to have a UFO religion. Those are, like, the opposite sides of a coin to me. 
Right. Yeah, yeah. Science or God? You know, I don't know. So, well, some people think God is... Oh, wait, we've talked about this, that God is an alien, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we yeah, yeah, yeah. discussed it. Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know. Yeah, it's just uh, like an oxymoron. To me, it just seems like they have a, you know, a UFO religion. But I don't know. I think a lot of I think from my of my opinion with like cults, it's you you have somebody that finds or you have somebody that has similar thoughts as you do, and people find that as like a fair you're you're living with people that have, are on the same thought planes and same same opinions as you so it's going to be the best thing yeah. no negativity because everybody's thinking the same thoughts but then you're also brainwashed right right so. I can you guys see the pictures of him here yes yeah yeah okay. yeah um you know if you ran into him in, in the grocery store you would probably not start up a conversation with him <laughs> Or, or uh, he'd probably start a conversation with you, and you'd have to be like, "Uh huh, yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah, mm hmm." Oh, a UFO, mm hmm, mm hmm. <laughs> um, but did so? It, no, I'm willing. It has to UFO. Oh, sorry. Stories about UFOs, and I'm open-minded to it, but I wouldn't like right. give my life to go follow <laughs> one. You know, it just seems so. How it's so extreme. Well, so. Right. Um, you've got the, like, what you've got up is the, uh, uh, poster for the HBO series that they, docuseries they did. Did you watch that? Yeah. You did watch it? No, I did not. It's really good. You should. And it kind of, it, it talks about a lot of like, cause it has former members on it. They like, basically it is them telling the story. And it tell like talks mm-hmm. about like, you know, like the kind like, of talent then. It, it's kind of um, it, people that are realizing that they've been in these cults for years. Well, are really being. That's the thing is that a couple of them. There's a few was. of them. There's a few of them who say like this is obviously a cult, but there's like one or two of them who say like uh, you know I don't believe it was a cult. I don't think. Um, I don't. I, I again. They wish yeah, they would have been again, there think, when it what happened. You know. Right. I think a lot of it too. It's like again, it just like goes back to people felt like they were with family. Yeah, they connected you know, and, with certain they were part right. of something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And you gotta think too, like people, like I said, people. I feel like with that are UFO fanatics or like UFO like weird fanatics, but people have passions of whatever you know. Like people are passionate about something, so you could be passionate about music the same way these people are passionate about UFOs, but you're not crazy. Yeah, or you're not. Thought to be crazy, at least. So, well, interesting. I've seen um, I, what uh, I've seen some interviews with some former members, and almost all yeah. of them, nobody said, "Oh my god, I can't believe I was that crazy." No, they all right. like still kind of believe it. One, the guy who turned them in, he said he was very sorry for turning them in. You know, he was. He wish he wouldn't have, and this is twenty five years later. You know, he might be the one wow. who's in the documentary because there's one in the documentary that like they really get into him. Like he he's upset that he's not with them. Like he's upset that he right. didn't trust the process. You know, right? Um, <laughs> he thinks that they were successful in doing this. I frankly, well, maybe they were. Who knows? Yeah, right. Who knows? Right. Maybe we're yeah. the crazy ones. Um, there was one girl. There was one girl who said, "I like." 
they weren't like allowed to speak, you know. So she went four years without saying one word. Wow. Four word, and then she goes. Finally, they decided they were going to let everybody like go get a part time job mm-hmm. to make money, you know. Mm-hmm. So she got a job in a restaurant, and she goes. I was so excited because I could talk, you know. You know, I didn't talk for four years. That I don't know. I think what's crazy to me, I don't think I would ever survive in a cult because you do you think like, you having to be obedient? I'm really good at okay. That's I, what I was gonna ask. Do you feel like you would fall things. into it, or do you feel like you couldn't? You wouldn't, you you'd be like, no, I'm not gonna do it like that. Like, you think you'd be then, too strong willed yeah. for them? I would never, I would never because we've talked like I've talked about this with like people. At, like, like, would you if you went into a cult knowing it's a cult could you withstand it or like do you think you would be mentally strong enough to like because a lot of it is like sometimes it's drugs but sometimes it's it's Mm -hmm. like emotional blackmail like they basically find right they can like they've there's a couple cults that have happened recently where they they're finding out that the leaders are like uh going into psychotherapy and like learning how to basically get that little bit of yeah like manipulate people and get that one little emotion that you are hiding from everybody and turn it against you so that you they're the only people you trust they're the only people that know anything about you and so you you feel like you can't leave them um yeah so well and that's i mean they definitely definitely all had they thought mo or doe i mean had all the answers and everybody else, right. you know, everybody else was interference in that. But, you know, they definitely believe that. But I would never last in a cult, I can tell you that, because. Yeah, I'm not I don't think I, I would either. Or following, you know, like something don't sound right. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to smack doing somebody yeah. upside the head. <laughs> they would kick me out. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all a little too opinionated to <laughs> and I think fall for cult mentality. Stubborn, wasn't, yeah. We're too stubborn when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I and that's where I think I would just ask why too much. Yeah, are we yes, doing this? Yes. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would we all drink the Kool Aid? Why would we all eat the pudding? Right. <laughs> and but another thing that kind of gets me too is like, there's been enough of these cults around, right? You know, Jamestown and that. Like, right. At this point, why would anybody join? You the would cult? think that people would be smarter about. You've and... heard about these things, you know. But yeah. I think a lot of it... drugs too, like heroin. Right. Why would anybody ever try right. heroin one time? I mean, you, you hear <laughs> right. you, every day. You hear the stories of what happens. You know the outcome of it. So mm-hmm. why would you? Try right. It? Well. Yeah. I don't know. I think. I mean, yeah, they're broken. That's yeah. The, that's the reason. The people are broken in some some sort of way. Well, yeah. But I think that's what it comes down to with the cults too. Is they're emotionally broken or mentally broken from something in their life and this you know especially because cults are religious you know like they're based on some sort of religion that they're just throwing themselves at whatever they can because they're broken you know they're they're putting all of their energy into this one thing and then before they know it they're completely sucked in right i don't know this group does seem a little bit different that they didn't find broken people they found you know, right. well, just yeah. because you but come like, from a well-off family doesn't mean you're not broken. Like, right. you know, right. still they came for you know they had college degrees. They were in you know this um, 
the um doesn't mean you're not broken (laughs) college will break you that's for sure daughter who grew up normal i mean like everything was right with them Mm -hmm. they didn't come from broken families or you know but she left her husband so there must have been some sort of a thing so i mean she left her husband yeah but her husband and kids yeah but that's something too where you know in the in the fact though too this started in the 70s i feel like in the 70s they were a little bit more open about sexuality back then than they were in the 80s and 90s early 2000s kind of thing but is that something that started they're all well off but they're hiding in the closet what their real sexualities are and then they've been told through their whole life to be a good christian you can't be sexually attracted to somebody that is the same sex as you and you well, can't think, live in a in a gay marriage or you know in a homosexual lifestyle. So you know, and then if they all become asexual or non-binary, really, you know, like that's you know, they're they're broken in in the aspect of they're being told that they can't be who they are. Yeah. So they found that cult. Yeah. So I mean, that could be something that. They don't know who they are. They can't be who they are. They're being told by society and, you know, a Christian religion. Or not just a Christian religion, but, you know, religion, you know, that what they're doing is a sin and that's wrong. They're going to spend the eternity in hell. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I know in the 70s, um, sex was probably more promiscuous than it is now but there was not what, yeah but there was not um but again it was like drugs were involved too so yeah, everybody was, was just peace gay, love and drugs yeah they didn't mix you know like they do now you know what i mean you know you heard the lgbt they were somewhere else they yeah but that's what i'm saying they were like outcasts they didn't, yeah they right. didn't want to be yeah or they were outcasts so they wanted a family they wanted a home they wanted a they want somebody somebody to i'm just saying back in the 70s because i lived wanted the connection and they found that connection yeah. um, in the 70s right. there were no fluid people around like you were one right. or the other you know well right. no it's well, it's it, we I didn't openly it talk about it a... because right, i mean right, stonewall right. happened and you know well yeah. There, that and that and wasn't just gay people and stri- or gay people and lesbians. It was transgender people and it was, right. you know, right. drag queens. Oh, I guess in the seventies, I never heard of a jam- uh, transgender person. I never, even, I never even heard of. Them. You know, but, but I also think back then it's like you didn't have that label, but people weren't talking about yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't right. talk about it. They were there. It wasn't. It wasn't out there was for anybody to discuss yeah. because, like you said, everybody hid their. Well, it, as right. we know now, a it was lot of legal in some places. Six, 50s, 60s, and right. 70s had right. secret lives. Yes. You know. Right. A lot right. of times they did. So, like I said, they found this connection and they went with it. But, you know, these cults are just really scary. Yeah, it'd be really scary. It'd be really scary to have a, you know, a family member. Yeah, in one of those. Yeah, but, and not be able to because you can't. Out. You can't get You're through kind them. You're powerless to get them away. Yeah, from. you can't get you can't get through them because they've already accepted that and think, oh, this is better than your real family that love you, mm-hmm. but you've found 
found that they didn't. I mean, it's it's sad because. But I also think they give up oh, on the ahead, family. So, yeah, but I think that it's part of you know the manipulation of a cult is like the cult leaders say, yeah. "Hey, I gave up my family. You come, you you become part of our family. You give up everything in the outside but, world." Yeah. It's the this same as like being in a in a, a narcissistic abusive relationship with somebody. Yeah, you like they they take away Everything. everybody that's close they to you. you. Yeah, right. You. And I think right. a lot in, in it's kind of a similar situation. It starts out with like, oh, okay, this is good. This person wants all my attention, or wants me to pay attention. You know, it's like it's good in the beginning, but then by the time you realize it's not good, right it's too late or they like what Cassie was saying, they have some form of, you know, like way to keep you there to, you know, like, like you, like it's like the, with the playboy bunnies, that kind of the same situation, you leave this group, guess what? We're releasing all of this non-consensual porn Mm -hmm. that you did and nobody's going to trust you. Nobody's going to give you a job. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is we need to educate our, our younger generations that it, you know, and, and we need to be more open with our, the next generation that this is unacceptable. And well, we're going that direction. We're trying. Yeah. I mean, our kids certainly knew a lot more than we did and their, their kids are going to know a lot. Every generation. Are we going in the right direction? No, because you still, political. you still hear. You still have see. states right now currently who are passing stupid laws mm-hmm. that are creating an unsafe world for kids. Yes. Well, that, that. So let's not get too political. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> but but we need to talk about those things because we can't just ignore them. Oh, that's, that's the problem. Like Florida and they can't say gay. That's never going to fly. Yeah. And there's just a, a group of old people mm. that are yeah. going for that. You know what I mean? That are the, too old to be Next in year, that would be completely forgotten and it's never going to pass yeah. and all that stuff. You know? Well, let's hope so. It's not. I, yeah, I'm hoping because... And, and the generation that's coming up now, the ones that are, you know, 16 to 20 right now, they're not going to put up with any of this kind of crap. You know what I mean? It's just going to yeah. be no. You know, they're not that even is... going to debate or... I don't know about that because this next generation... I don't know about that because this next generation is just... Me, 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 and they will not suck. really. No, no not but even so, down. like, but no, I mean, even even so, like, I think there I don't comes think a point it's where you, it's... you need to be selfish. There's just like, I think right. past generations have been so, like, well, it's not for me, so I'm not gonna do it. And it's, it's you know, this and, I... and this and this. And it's, we need to start saying, like, no, that I wanna do what's good for me. And if that's too bad, that's right. too bad. Like, but I'm gonna do what well, I not, feel is best. Not get, not get other people involved because they they cherish what you're doing, or they. Well, I think a lot of it too is it seems selfish to some of the older generation yes. because kids are saying, "Hey, I was born into a toxic environment. I'm not gonna do that to my kids. I'm getting away from that. And if you don't like it, too bad." And it seems selfish to the person that is the toxic person, but in reality. You're just getting rid of that negativity. And I think, yes. I think the children, is, and I agree, the, these, this new generation or this younger generation, 16 to 20, they're going to do big things. They're going to, you know, and there's the saying, children are our future for a reason yes. because mm-hmm. you yes. learn from the mistakes or you hopefully learn from the mistakes of your parents. 
and you move on and you grow and you do better for your well, own children. There's a couple a of things of... with that generation and that they were, they were brought up in the age of debating these issues. You know what I mean? Right. So now right. by the time they get into power or into positions, they've already known what they think. You know what I mean? Right. They're not learning it then. You know, they've already, right. we're discussing all this now and challenging all these things now. And we're open more than ever in the world because of the internet, because of everything's a constant conversation. So that group of people, by the time they get into power, all the work sure. debate has been done, yeah. it's either going to be yes or no. Especially well, and I think that they have, control is a big right. thing, you know. Yeah. And I was just going to say, I think the younger generation has a better understanding of the way things work because I mean even TikTok right? we've talked about TikTok so much in the past but you see both sides of it on yeah. uh, both sides of the equation but to me as a woman and I'm sure mom and Cassie feel the same way I don't understand why the government has control over if I can get birth control or not I don't understand that and why does it matter to the entire world if i decide that i don't want to have kids and i want to have a hysterectomy at the age of 18. yeah that's right. not anybody's decision but mine especially if you're and not married and you don't jesse understand understand 70 percent of people are with you but the 30 percent yeah. who are not are loud are in power uh, yeah well yeah. they're loud and they're boisterous <laughs> and so it seems but, like everybody's on that side but they're, they're not so those things, but, I get that, but, but they're never going to reverse Roe versus Wade. It's just not ever going to happen. You know what I mean? Well, it's going to be an issue for us to keep talking about and arguing about and carrying on, but it's not ever going to happen. You know? But the thing though, too, is they don't why are we do that? But why are we still? And I guess you're right because there's the people that are against it are the more vocal ones. But it's like why are we still having this debate? We live. This is the 21st century. Women should have a say in what their health care is, um, and the doctor shouldn't be saying, "Nope, I'm not going to give you a hysterectomy because you're not married. You don't, or you are married, and your husband has to give permission for you to get one." Yeah, that doesn't make it's sense. It's not ever going to happen, though. I mean, we can so, debate it and all that stuff. It's not ever going to happen because not only do seventy percent of people are on your side, but that other thirty percent, half of them don't even believe it. They just want to have something to scream they about. want their control no, and the, it's, their it's the men <laughs> it's right. the men that want control they realize yes. that women it's are another control the most important thing well pay attention because there's yeah. enough women out there saying the same thing it's not just men yeah right and that's what so. yeah but here you go here's the thing about the cult we have the white male cult cult that we've been following for hundreds of years mm -hmm. the white man is the one that has a say in almost everything and yeah, it's, everybody else better sit down because the white man knows exactly mm -hmm. what's going on so they can talk to the other men and they can fight in my for life us. because he has explained so much to me that <sighs> my little woman brain has oh. not been able to comprehend oh. without his man explanation his <laughs> mansplaining yes oh <laughs> uh, try working in a kitchen that is you know it's a man's world and you've got to instruct men how to do their jobs. Like, right. women just need um, to. Well, guess those. what? You know, I'm married to somebody who tried to explain how we should do our finances when he doesn't even know 
any information to our bank account. Oh no. Yes, we share a bank account, but I'm the one that does all the finances. <laughs> He's all the bills and he wants to thank Matt. I think he can sit this one out. <laughs> well, um, in, in well, this marriage, got really political pretty quickly. How do we keep getting yeah. on these political feminist rants? Yeah, in marriages, Matt and I, we have these discussions. I think he knows. He just, I think, sometimes wants to be not not the you know the man of the religion, but he wants to be think that he's the smart in charge one. of our finances, and he's not. So, um, I don't think he knows how much is in our bank account at this moment. <laughs> you know, but he's the the spender i'm the saver and then it works out in the end but he also we have role reversal he cooks a dinner almost every single night Mm -hmm. he's the one that vacuums our house on a regular basis he's the one that does a lot of our daily together that's all we we do we work together we have a good relationship so Mm -hmm. your your team just like at work we're your team of people and some people are good at some parts and some people are good at other parts and and that's and all well and good, but you have to listen. You. you have to you listen when control. the other person's better than you. <laughs> yes. And, and, and you have to know that nobody can control you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we are so far off a of topic. No, so because this is all cult. This is all cult mentality. Yes, Mom. Preach. It's all cult mentality. The white man has got a cult mentality. It's not off off subject. It's, you know. Okay, so for all of our listeners and viewers, welcome to the real family talk right now. This is what we talk (laughs) This is what it's like having three females in a family. Yeah. Yeah. Three strong-willed females. Overbearing and over-controlling women. Yeah. Three very opinionated women. Man. <laughs> yeah. Very opinionated women. Yes. I, I, and we I'm... have we have two other males that they don't get on. The yeah, podcast. they can't get on the podcast. They may know better. <laughs> they know better. They know better. Oh, don't argue with us women. Mm-hmm. No. That's right, Mom. Matt likes to try to explain things to me, but I just. <laughs> Some people you I can beat it down. You can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just say thank you so much, Matt. I really <laughs> am so appreciative to have you in a male role of my life. Can you explain so that to me? Because I wasn't sure how to insert a tampon myself. <laughs> as long as you don't say thank you, Matt, I'm going to go ask my dad. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think my dad taught me a different way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh! So back to cults. <laughs> back to cults. You guys should watch. It's on HBO. It's called Heaven's Gate: Cult of yeah. Cults. It's really good. I think it's like eight episodes. Oh, it's eight? Re- eight episodes, eight hour long episodes, and it's really good. It literally st- it goes from the beginning um, when Mo and T or Doe and T met um, all the way until up until like I think. Like, obviously the suicide, but then, you know, I think, like, the next episode goes into, like, all the other members of, like, now what are they doing? Like, now how do they feel? And stuff like that. Right, but what what I want to know is, in this documentary, um, there were apparently more followers that got out of this cult 
and why did they finally what what clicked to make them decide to get out did did they find that these guys were crazy or you know i mean some of why them don't they, why did only 30 of them commit suicide well, they How never they never called it suicide. Eight. It was that they they basically were shedding their mortal coil. Like they were they weren't right. dying, they were getting on that UFO. Like basically, they were taking this medicine that would release their spirit, and the aliens would come and take the spirit to take them to the home world. And anybody in their right, right mind would not believe that. <laughs> well, well, lots of well, nobody knows. That's the thing: is that everything is a guess. Believe that you know you never die. Yes. Yeah. You might right. Your body, but you go on to something. Your spirit goes on forever. Yes. So yes. That's what they were saying. But um, I think a lot of people left when he was wanting all the men to get castrated. Yes. They were like, "Okay, yeah, stop right there. That's that's it for me." You know, <laughs> that, yeah. that would be it. That's when men get real. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, it doesn't sound so great. <laughs> um, but. Well, yeah, that's a very interesting question. Like the people who well, did get out, they talk out. to them, they talk about yeah, it. Do they? they talk so about with, it with the men getting cast. Oh, sorry. No, you're right. Go ahead. They talk about I'm it. Say, so the men got. <laughs> sorry. Yes, sorry. go. I know. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My quick question. So, um, so the men got castrated. Did the women get hysterectomies too? Like, so everybody was sterile. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Or was it just so the men? How many of the men got castrated? I mean, why would you do that? I, I mean, unless, I unless, like you, like we were discussing, that they had sexuality, that they didn't want to be any Pacific sex. That would be the only reason that. Well, that was his. That was his message to them that they should all be the same sex. I know, but the ones that did this must have already had different views on how they I know there was um one of the guys when they first started this they were doing it themselves mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it went wrong yes and they had yeah. to go to the hospital which they didn't believe in doing but they had to go to the hospital and take care of that so then they started going to a place in mexico where they you know a facility would do it yeah that's what they talk about in the documentary is that um I, they only talk about that one person, like the specific person whose it went wrong. Um, uh, so I, that's the only person that I know for a fact. But um, yeah, they like started going. I think Mo Is or he still alive? no, oh no, he was like a hardcore, like the guy who got castrated yeah. first. He was like a hardcore member who like believed anything. Like he. It wasn't like they were like, all right, we're going to draw straws, and whoever gets the shortest straw, you're the first one to get castrated. It was like he volunteered immediately when uh, Mo or uh, Doe brought it up. Like It was kind of just like a, well, maybe we should do this. And the guy was like, nope, I want to do that. That's I want to be closer to Doe. Um, so I don't. he definitely didn't survive, I don't think. Um, but he, they also got married to Doe at right before this all happened like he married all of his members i remember that being he married he married like all like he did a big not like a a, like all together like it was like they individually came into his chambers and got married to him that's disgusting so that means that i don't know if they had sex i don't know they were all asexual then you know 
They I think it was a connectedness, you know, like you're you're now yeah. part of my family. Yes. Crazy. People are just crazy. I su I suggest you watch that documentary. It's really good. There's I also, think I might. There's yeah. also another. What did you one. say that was well, on? Just it's HBO Max is what I watched on. Okay. Um, and then there's it's not about Heaven's Gate, but there's one uh, cult that just is like still in the news because the leader leaders are still going through trials right now. Um, it's the Nexium cult. Um, which had, oh, that one? it's, the uh, girls yes, got branded. yes, yes. Yeah. And it was the girl from Smallsville, Smallville, the TV show. She was, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. That's so there's a documentary about. series that's on a, that one as well. And it's really, yeah. that yeah. one. So that, it, that one really is goes that one on Netflix too. No, it's on HBO yeah. max. No, it's on HBO max. It's really good, but it, 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 that cult really delves deep into, psychological warfare because that's what they did yes. is that yes. one of the leaders was a psychiatrist and so she would mm -hmm. individually mm -hmm. take people in and be like what are your hopes and dreams and what makes you sad and what's your biggest fear and then she would use that right. against them all yeah. wasn't that the next year was actress, wasn't her daughter was involved yes in that, yes think. um ireland yeah and not baldwin um but yes, there it that that's the thing is that that's what got a bunch of people into it is that there's a bunch of celebrities that are in this cult. Right. Well, that's what I'm but saying. But what's that one? They, they, you know, these famous people are getting into these cults. What's wrong with these famous people that they think that they're getting paid to well, do it? Scientology. That, that they're getting louvered into all of this stuff. What's wrong with Scientology? They get paid. For yeah, it. they get paid. It's to like do a it. pyramid scheme. And that's what Nexium is too. Is a pyramid scheme. But yeah. wasn't Nexium, wasn't that one a sex ring too? Yes, yes. yes. So, it, so didn't it was like a sex ring and a cult. It, trafficking. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of things. That's the thing is it, it basically, yeah, because, you join this yeah. as a, um, gosh, what do they call it? It's, it's basically a pyramid scheme, but it's like basically, it's, they called it business classes to be more successful. And so you basically right, had to right. rise up in the ranks of this business class and then you met the leader. And you got right. to spend time with the leader and he would, mm -hmm. you would play like they, that the, this is the thing that they say is that we'll have to do this one because I, this cult is very interesting to me is that the way he would break you down mentally is that you would, he'd like to play volleyball at midnight. So you'd have all these chores you have to do from like 8am to 5pm to run this business class. And then you have to do dinner with him. And then you have to play volleyball till three in the morning. And then you have to get back up at five o'clock in the morning to go over meetings and then go to eight o'clock meetings. And so like he just kept you sleep deprived this whole time. So you just couldn't, you, you couldn't process things that were happening around you. So we'll get yeah. into it some I mean, other time, one, but it's so that interesting. That one is so yeah, that one is pretty interesting because I agree with you. It was more of like a mental game than anything. I mean, talking about daylight savings time, like I feel like I can't form two sentences together in the last couple of days just because of like my sleep <laughs> schedule is off so much. I, I did a good thing. I slept in really long on Sunday and I went to bed on a halfway decent hour so that <laughs> I made up for that extra sleep deprived so I wouldn't be yeah, sleep yeah, well, do that. you don't have a three-year-old <laughs> no, <I> do not <laughs> I only have a nine-year-old 
I got woke up this morning at four o'clock with a punch to the face. <laughs> He's climbing into bed. Odie. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. He didn't do it on purpose. No, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> oh, I love that kid. Uh, yeah. I love my baby. He will do no wrong. <laughs> He won't. He won't. Wait till you, I'll tell you after we off of camera, but never mind. What we yeah. did today. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. Um, it looks like our time is just coming to an end. end. Don't forget to like, share, like, follow, subscribe, and subscribe. And again, as always, everything's for <laughs> entertainment purposes only. <laughs> And leave us some leave us some comments, comments and reviews. Yeah. Let us know what what you like, what you don't like. Maybe our political rant of nothingness when we get on our soapboxes. Yeah, do you like it? Do you dislike it? Tell us. We listen. <laughs> Tell us Let us know. Crazy. We we know that already. <laughs> we already know it right we're here. crazy community family. <laughs> okay. Any parting words, anybody? Don't join my cult. Think about who your family school of thought. Yeah, right? wait, ooh, yeah. Unless it's the family school of thought. That's true. Yeah. What? Unless it's the family school of thought. Then you can oh, join Well, us. exactly, exactly. We are not a cult. But join all our cult. We're a different kind of cult. We're a funny family. Yeah. I'm sure everybody can relate to us. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Thanks for being part of our family. This week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Have a great week.